Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> the Podcast Playground. Hooray! This is the Darren Harris Podcast. Here's your host, Darren Harris. Hey folks, what's up? Welcome back to my show. I'm Darren Harris. This is the Darren Harris Program. Oh, wow. This week, wow. I've had some... I've had some... I've had a pretty perilous week on the family front. My mental health has been a little shaky. But it's cool because I have therapy coming up and I get to sit down and talk about it and get it off my chest. And having some drama with some family, you know, some people that I really trusted, I really trusted come to find out they are, they're not the people that we thought they were. My, when by, by, when I say we, I mean my, my siblings. And it, it hurts me because the person at the other end of the conflict is a very, very, very dear person to me. So, but nevertheless, I'm, I'm doing the best I can to deal with it. I'm doing the best I can to stay calm about it. I don't want to fly off the handle because that's one thing I am known for is jumping off in the deep end. I am Captain Deep End. I live out here in the deep end. So that's one thing I'm trying to not do is jump off in the deep end and say something or do something to a family member that I'll regret for the rest of my life. So it's very important for me to navigate this very, very cautiously. Well, hopefully your mental health was good this week. I hope you had a great week. I'm praying for you every single week, everybody out there. I'm hoping that everybody has a good week when we meet back here on Fridays. I enjoy telling you guys about things that happen in my life, which leads me to, I guess it leads me to today's topic. And... The topic is, can you be a racist and be in a biracial relationship or marriage? What do you think? What do you think about that question? Is there anyone out there that has asked themselves the, that same question about their partner? Is there anyone out there that has asked this same question about themselves. Am I a racist? Well, before we get 
any further, it is, yes, quite possible for you to be a racist and be involved in a romantic relationship of somebody of the with somebody of the opposite race. I have had I myself have had like some some instances in my life where I found I found out I was sleeping with the enemy. Craziness. <laughs> But it's true, and you know, as I sit back here and I think about it, I'm just like, wow. I mean, this person was completely oblivious that what she was doing was 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 racist, or how she was going about her dating life even was racist. I don't know. I guess what had happened... What she the way she explained it to me is that she moved out of town someplace and I guess to one of the Carolinas and she got intoxicated one night and ended up sleeping with a guy of uh, of a different race. She ended up sleeping with a black guy. It was a white lady. Ended up sleeping with a black dude. And she says she had a great time and it was awesome. And I was that good, that good for you. I'm glad I'm, I'm glad. But she said, then after that, that's, I went out and that's what I looked for. You know, I just went out and looked for that. I went to bars. I said, where did you know, I asked her, where'd you go? I, I mainly went to bars, you know, bars and clubs like that. Okay. So you trying to get drunk and forget what you're doing is really what you're doing. You're trying to get drunk to kind of mask that to see, to get yourself the courage to go back and do that is really what it turned out to be. And so she was, I mean, she did this for a while, you know, quite a while. And I ended up, I ended up meeting her at a nightclub. I moved to, I moved to a town, I moved to a town in Florida, down in like Southwest Florida. And my buddy had a friend that was a DJ at this place called the Hot Spot, which was, you know, for lack of a better phrase, you know, the the local redneck spot in town. You know, it was a, I mean, a bunch of pickup trucks out in the parking lot, and usually, I'm this guy. Usually, that's how I gauge whether or not I'm going to go into a place is how many consecutive pickup trucks there are. So, you know, if there's more than five pickup trucks in a row, I know there might be a problem in here if I walk in, by myself anyway. So my buddy and I, we walk in, and immediately I'm super overdressed to be there. I have on a suit, and I shouldn't have had on a suit. Everybody's in there in jeans and cowboy hats and shit like that. So immediately I'm getting stares from everybody. But I'm with the DJ, so I'm cool. So the night's going along, night's going along, people are walking up and, you know, requesting songs. And I really didn't get any flack about it. And um, this lady walked up to me and she made conversation, real nice conversation. No, real nice conversation. You know, and just talked for a few minutes and 
Then she wanted to go out in the parking lot. And I mean, I know a lot of dudes would, but I'm really, I'm really not that guy. You know what I mean? I like to be a little more cautious, if you know what I mean. You know, so we did end up going outside and we just made out. And we kind of, you know, formed a little bit of a friendship. And eventually we ended up having relations, you know, as, as people do. And I didn't think anything about it. I didn't realize. I didn't, I didn't think of anything about it. So me and this person formed, you know, a, a pretty tight friendship and eventually a, a pretty good relationship. We had a, a, a relationship. She had a daughter. And me and her daughter were very, very tight. And um, we had a, I mean, a while. We, were, we had a long relationship for a while. And the reason, the way I found out that she was like this, that, that she did have some racial issues or had some, some racial issues is because, and I kind of picked up on it before because I met, she was married twice before and I met, well, actually she was married three times and I met two of her husbands and then there was another uh, husband that I was, that I didn't meet. She had married two guys named, I won't, well, actually I'm not even going to give their names. <laughs> Almost got you there. But she married two guys, but she had two, two, two children, two really nice kids with the first gentleman and she had a daughter with the second gentleman. And those guys, they were both white. And she actually, the reason she had a daughter is because she cheated on her first husband with the second husband. She's the only person I ever met, only woman I ever met that had to pay child support. I mean, I was like, wow, you must have really fucked it up. But that's another story. But back to my story, the way that I found out is after a while, my best friend and some of my friends, you know, they were familiar with her. We hung around, you know, they hung around her. We were, we, they were just familiar with her. Everybody knew her. Everybody knew her. And people in town knew her. Everybody knew her. So, you know, we were seen together. And after a while, it was just, you know, her and I were together a lot. And she had said something to my best friend. And at first, he wasn't going to tell me, he said. I wasn't going to tell you because I didn't want you to be mad. But then I figured... I had to tell you because um, you should know. And what she had said is, man, I sure do love me some niggers. Just like that. And Jay, I, excuse me, what, what was that? Yeah. And so I'm riding around. We start riding around. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm looking at her funny. I'm looking at her different. I'm looking at her. But, you know, she's still, you know, she's all in. Listen, all about me. All about me. All about me. I mean, I've, I'm, I, <laughs> Yo, I got to ask you a question. <laughs> Yo, do you love you some niggas? I said. And she froze up immediately. She just froze up. And it was like, did you talk? I was like, yeah, I, you know, he told me. He, he told me. And 
she was like, I didn't want you. I didn't mean for you to find out. And, you know, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I need to know, is that who you are? Is that who you really are? Because if that's who you really are, then I need to make arrangements. If that's who you really are. But something happened that was that was kind of cool. We sat down and we had a conversation. And we just had a conversation, a deep conversation about race that she had never had with anyone before. And she had, you know, dated some other black guys before. She actually dated another guy. He was from England. That guy was awesome. He and I became friends, actually. Yeah, if you're out there, my man. <laughs> but um, we had a long conversation. I mean, like a, like a, like a, like a few days. It was like a few days, long conversation about race and what it meant to me and what it means to me to be in a situation like that. Because I've, I've dated outside my race, but I've all, always dated outside my race. I've dated in my race. I've dated everyone, black people, White people, Latin people, Asian people, Indian people, Arabs. I, I've dated because I like culture. It's not because you're of another race. I, it's, it's, that rare is really not important to me at all. What race you are is not important to me. It's what's in your heart and what's in your brain. And I know that sounds corny, but it's the absolute honest to God truth. I don't care about what race you are. I don't care if you're two or three races, four or five races. I don't give a damn. I really could care less. But a lot of people, a lot of people, they give a shit. They care. They really do. And it's, it's their prerogative. They can be who they want to be. But it's, it makes relationships difficult. It makes relationships difficult, especially if you don't communicate. Now, you can completely have a relationship where both partners are both racists. And you're like, how the fuck does that work? Very, 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 very easily and very simply, it's called sex. And that's it. A lot of people, a lot of people will hook up because of that. A lot of people will hook up because of curiosity. A lot of people will hook up because of conquest. Yeah, fuck the white girl. It's a bunch of it. It's a lot of it. People pray, oh, yeah, my boyfriend's black, so, you know, I can wear cornrows and go to the barbecue. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. A lot of... And this is this is the problem. I mean, because I do have a problem. And my thing is this. Be yourself. Be yourself. Be who you are. Don't try and be who you think I want you to be based on my race. You know what I'm saying? I've had to shut many people down like that. I don't like that at all. Don't. I don't care what race you are. Don't walk up to me trying to 
imitate my race. You follow me? And this hits very close to home because <laughs> I have two biracial children. My oldest son, his mother is white, and my youngest son, his mother is Puerto Rican. And I'm also married to a Puerto Rican woman. I married outside of my race because it wasn't important what race she was. It was important what was in her heart and in her head. And it's that simple. And she wanted to spend time with me. Cool. She's attractive. You know, wanted to spend some time with me. Hey, I'm down for that every day of the week. We got closer, we got closer, learned more about each other, found out that she too has a biracial daughter, half black, half Puerto Rican, as a matter of fact. And now she's my stepdaughter. I love her to death. Hey, girl. <laughs> but we have we 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 have some we have some biracial my sister has two biracial children as well you know there are relationships that absolutely stand that test that absolutely I've, I I know a guy named Dustin I'll say I won't give you his last name, but he he's married to a black lady and they're both chefs and he loves that woman like there is no tomorrow. But they catch flack. Sometimes they catch like like a bunch of bullshit from their respective communities. And that happens a lot. That happens a lot. Like some, I mean, it's happened. It's definitely happened to me. Definitely happened to me. Definitely happened to me. However, I will say this. My oldest son's mother, her parents were the most amazing people I've ever, I've ever. I mean, they're, they're I still consider them, even though we were never married, I still consider them to be sort of my in-laws. They were just beautiful people. Her father passed away, and her mother asked if I could be at the, at the, uh, when they, they spread his ashes. And meanwhile, her and I haven't been together in 20 years. You know, 20 plus. Our son is 26. We She left three, two, three weeks after he was born. She left and it was the end. Peace. We were together for 11 years. And I will say that in this 11 years, she always stayed true to who she was. She was a blonde girl. She knew she was a blonde girl. She knew who she was. She never one day tried to be somebody else or pretend, and I respected that. And her family, her brother, and both from the second they met me, they embraced me. They never looked at anything like that. They never mentioned it one time. As a matter of fact, even though we never got married, her father, we went some to a grocery store. This is after we had been together like eight years. We were together eight years. 
And her father pulled me to the side. He said, uh, we were drinking a beer on the back porch. It was cold. I remember it was cold. It was snow outside. And he said, um, I just want you to know that if you want, you can you can have my daughter's hand in marriage. And I turned to him and I said, I said, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. I really do. And I didn't, I didn't, it, it was nothing. It was, I didn't, I didn't provoke that. I didn't ask for that. I just cared about his daughter. I just cared like I should have about the person that I loved. I didn't see any of that. I didn't understand. I mean, I didn't see that she was this blonde lady. Now, the first time, the first time I was ever with somebody of, of, of an opposite race, it was a little, it was a little intrigued. It was a little awkward. It was a little intriguing, but people are people, man. At the end of the day, I'm, I'm looking in the world and everybody's fighting each other, this race and that race, and these people don't want to hear the Palestinians and the Jews and the, the blacks and the whites and the, uh, I don't know, man. It's just, it's so much racism for nothing. I have some beautiful children, beautiful children. They're biracial. I love them. I love, I love, I love everything about them. They're, they're, and not that, oh, wow, I have some unique-looking kids. It's not that at all. It's I have some good kids, man. I just have good kids. And that's what they are. They're just kids. They're not black kids. They're not Latin kids. They're not white kids. They're not Puerto Rican kids. They're just kids. That's what we have to teach our children, is that everybody is just, we're all here. yeah. We're all shaded a little different. That makes each one of us unique, and that makes us interesting. And that's what it was for me. I remember my first encounter with someone that I like. I was just friend that I became friends with, and I didn't even. There was a guy. I was in the second grade, and we lived in we lived in New Jersey, and there was we lived in an apartment on the on the main floor of this this apartment this two two or three story apartment building and a vietnamese family moved upstairs and i'd never seen any any asian people in my life you know i've i at this point i'm still eating happy meal mcdonald's i didn't, I didn't even know what chinese food was i'd never seen any asian people in my life. i was so intrigued and it, it was his name was tilk he had a sister named Tao and another sister named T. Tilk, Tao, and T. And they were, they didn't speak any English. But Tilk and I were the same age, so we were in the same grade. And we walked down the down about two blocks to school, where my mother was actually my teacher, which was great. So there was a day where I guess there was recess and all these kids, Tilk is new in school and all these kids started picking on him and picking on him and just picking on him and picking on him. And I said, stop. I went over there and said, stop, stop it, stop it, quit it, stop. And from that point on, Tilk said, me with you. And that's all he could say was me with you. I said, okay, we can, 
You live downstairs? Fine. We can. So I started going to his house to play, and he started coming to my house to play. But this is where the story gets a little fucked up because their culture was different than ours. I was upstairs playing at their house one day, and, and Tilt Tow and T, they all got in trouble. They got in trouble about something. So Tilk's mom came out of the kitchen with a butcher knife and gave each one of them a little nick on the arm. I was like, holy shit. That's how y'all get whoopings? So after that, I, t I wasn't really allowed to go back upstairs, but me and Tilt could play outside. But I knew when I was younger that there were other people. There was other people besides black people. You know, I didn't really care. We lived next door to Jack and Orlando. They were Puerto Rican. I went to a nursery school. I remember this too. The nursery school I went to, there was a little Latin girl. She liked me. And really, she didn't I think she really liked me. She liked the fact that I had polyester shirts on. So everywhere I sat, she used to just rub my back. And I'd move and she'd rub my back. And I was young. I'm in preschool. And I remember this. And I would just move. And finally, I just gave in to it and just whatever. In the eighth grade, I dated um, Judy Vela, a Puerto Rican girl. And I've, I dated a, a, a lady from Africa. You know, it, just, it just does not matter. But we make it matter so much. It just doesn't. You pick the person that is right for you. Now, how do you know the person that you're with is a racist douchebag? <laughs> well, there's a couple of ways to find out, and we're going to find out and talk about those ways when I get back from my break. So don't go nowhere. Chill out. Listen to the little advertisements, whatever y'all got to listen to, and I'll be back in a few minutes. This is the Darren Harris Podcast, folks. I'll be right back. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, back to the Darren Harris Podcast. Hey folks, what's up? Welcome back to the program. Today I'm talking about racism. <clears throat> In your relationship though. <laughs> yeah, I do talk about relation I mean uh, racism a lot. I do. I have if you go back and dig in the stacks, I do have some podcasts about racism, quite a few of them. And I'm always concerned about it. 
but I I don't really have too many relationship based podcasts. I have I used to do a segment on the show called Relationship Goals where I talked about the relationship with my wife and what I was going to do, which I still do, by the way. I used to explain to people what I would do for my wife in order to maintain a happy and healthy relationship. And this is the first time that I've coupled the two together. Because I know that it exists. And I know that there are people out there that, that wrestle with it. There are people out there that sense it in their partners. There are people out there who want to say something and, and don't exactly know what to say. So what does that look like? What does that look like? Hold on, let me find my phone. I got some notes on my phone. Oh, come on, you're going to make me sign in like this? Okay, whatever. Okay, so I wrote some notes down, and there are a couple of ways that you can kind of tell that you can kind of, if you, if you want to know, there are some subtle signs that you can look out for, like, like things like if they make derogatory comments or jokes about people of other races you know, they're a little insensitive and they just joke or they're always having slurs or, you know, they're 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 on the stereotypes or making assumptions about about particular racial groups. That's one way. Another way, believe it or not, is if they express discomfort with other interracial relationships. They may not comment on yours, but they might comment on the Indian lady with the Asian guy. So, okay. <laughs> and this could be kids too now. They can they can, it could be kids. They could they could they could very well do this with children also. Another way is they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to talk about anything regarding race at all at any time. They want to sidestep the action. They don't want to they don't they don't want to they don't want to even acknowledge your concerns even though it's something that you might be wrestling with they don't even really want to talk about it they just kind of skim over it change the subject brush over it now this is this one right here they can they can they can get down on some microaggression you know what i mean which are subtle forms of discrimination that can be difficult to recognize, but still will hurt you. This is like making assumptions about my culture or treating me differently than you would treat Jenny. Or asking me about my credentials where I learned the things that I learned. Oh yeah, wow. Wow, that, that's good for you. I mean, it's bad enough that racism is out there in the world. It really sucks that it also has permeated its way into 
monogamous and romantic relationships. So, that's a lot of it. Hmm. Sometimes I just, I mean... I mean, what do you call these? What do you call people like this? What do you, what do you label? I mean, and I don't, I'm not, I'm not big on putting labels on people, but I like to kind of know about these people so I can, I really can kind of, you know. And I, I hear 20, 20, 20 ways of explaining. You know, these are twenty ways of explaining. Why people don't date outside of their race. These are 20, I like to call them 20 excuses. Okay, these are the traditionalists. Okay, you have these traditionalists whose values that, that want to keep America, America. <laughs> if you get what I mean. And then you have the person who has had negative experiences with people of other races. That, that can contribute it. I mean, if you got your ass jumped and beat up by a bunch of black dudes, you might be a little biased towards some black dudes. <laughs> and I get it. I understand. Um, there's also the person who is afraid of being judged by their own race for dating outside their race. Now, that's happened to me. I've been ridiculed, but I'm this guy. I don't give a fuck. Oh, yeah? You want to tangle with me? Yeah, let's go. I'm down. Whatever you got to say, let's fucking say it. Let's talk about it. But a lot of people don't. A lot of people aren't like that. And they end up being ridiculed. And a lot of times, which is really unfortunate, a lot of, a lot of times relationships end because of that. Relationships, good relationships end because of pressure from family members or friends or the neighborhood you live in. And, and the amount of pressure that may put on the other person. You know, I always got to say, I mean, God bless, God bless the white guy walking through the projects, going to see his girlfriend. God bless that dude. Look out for him. It's not going to be an easy road to hoe. You know, and just like, you know, the black dude going to see his girlfriend out in the suburbs. That's going to be some rough shit. That's going to be some rough shit. And it puts a strain, a heavy strain on your relationship. But this is how you fight that. This is how I fight that. I fight that by talking about it. By just confronting people about it what do you not like about me i just ask direct questions like if i have to talk to somebody's mother or father about you know because that's happened too i've had to talk to somebody's dad and this guy i know this guy right here Psh, he is a card carrying ku klux klan member and i'm standing in his house and i can just feel it <laughs> you know what i mean like oh you can feel it in the air that you don't like me at all. And it's not because you know, it's I'm a guy. It's because, I mean, he'd like anybody, but he really don't like me. And I've had that experience. 
and it's not pleasant. But you know, if you if you if you're dedicated to the relationship and none of that matters to you, then you push forward, and that's what you should do. You should push forward, and you should educate people along the way. You should let them know along the way. And also, you should check, motherfuckers, because me, I'm Captain Check Yo Ass. Oh, yeah, what's your problem? Oh, you dating this such and such. So? What the fuck is wrong with that? Oh, well. And always, at the end of it, it comes down to, oh, well, uh, uh, just white. And then the lat, well, so what? What does that matter? Because at the end of the day, people can say whatever they want. But at the end of the day, what does it matter? Does it really matter? I don't really think so. I really don't think it does. I don't think it matters. Because I look at my wife and I think my wife is amazing. She's just amazing. I don't look at her as being Puerto Rican. I just look at her as being as smart as they come, as dedicated to her job as they get, as funny as 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 all get out. She's got the biggest heart in the world. Not one thing has to do with what race she is. Not one of those things. And nothing has anything to do with what race she is. And that's just plain and fucking simple. I mean, there are all kinds of people out there. People, like I said, people are afraid to, to, to go out in their neighborhood because they're afraid to be looked at as traitors to their own people or sellouts. Man, fuck that. How about that shit? Fuck that. And I can't front. I cannot front. When I was younger, and I had to check myself, man. I really had to dial it back. And I really had to check myself. I used to have a hang-up about, you know, black women dating white men. And I'm just saying it like that. And the reason why was because I always felt like they were trying to take away our women and, you know, just that standard rigmarole that we, you know, that that that's another thing that the colonizers done and all that. Nah, man, uh, no, nah, especially when I'm over here doing the same fucking shit. Okay. I had to turn the shit back around on myself and ask myself, D, really? What if what if she really likes this dude? What if he really likes her? Who the fuck am I? to get in their way who am i to 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 cast my disapproval on their relationship i ain't fucking nobody is who i am i ain't fucking nobody because i'll tell you a lot of times when people look at biracial relationships especially i mean I, they look at it as some sort of something like it's disgusting like it's a disgusting thing no it's just you don't know anything about it and you, you don't care to know anything about it. You take whatever stereotype in your head and you put it in your head and you keep it there without even checking the facts. And that's fine because there's always going to need to be some people like that. You know what I'm saying? So I, I look at it like this, folks. I look at it like this. You love who you love. You know, you love who you love. But make sure you love that person genuinely. And you don't love the novelty 
Don't fall in love with the novelty. You follow me? I hope you do. Because, I mean, it can be hurtful. It really can. It can be really, really hurtful to, to, to realize that somebody that you've, you've dated or you're dating is doesn't really like your people all I mean they can hang out with you but they don't really like uh, they don't like black how can you not like my my people but you date me there's a lot of questions there's a lot of conversations that need to be had and that right there is where it all starts the tough conversations. You need to have these conversations with everybody. And that's what I say. Every relationship, not just your romantic relationships, but your professional relationships, you know, your work. I mean, me, I'm that dude. I'm that dude. I need to know how you feel about me because I'm not, you know, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm a person just like everybody else, but I'm a black person. And in this country, it's just the way it is. Black people, you know, we kind of microscoped a little bit. People kind of got their eye on us a lot, you know, for, for many different reasons, for many different reasons, some good and some bad. But the one thing that I want to portray to any relationship that I'm in or, or, or is that that shit about what color you are. That shit don't matter to me. Now I do. I do like to know what, with what, what ethnicity is because I'm into culture. You know, I mean, if I come up on somebody who's Asian, I don't want to be wrong. You know, if I, to calling somebody Thai when they're really Chinese, I don't want to do that. So yeah, I will inquire about that, but only so that I can be clear. I'll do the same thing with Latin people also because I don't. They, Latin people, you call a Puerto Rican, a Cuban, or a Dominican, they'll fucking kill you. And that's and and vice versa and all and that's it's it's just the way it is, so, and it's no different with black folks. You know, it's no different with anybody. We all have a culture that we come from. We all, or the, or most of us, we all have a culture that we come from, that we identify with, that makes us who we are, that makes us intriguing and unique and desirable to other people. We all have these traits. Some of us look different. Some of us look the same. Some of us are fat, some of us are skinny, but we all, we are all people at the end of the day. We're all humans, man. We're all humans, and we're all entitled. We're all entitled to interact with each other. And I don't care what what politician or what um, uh, activist or I don't care what any activist said. We were made, everyone, everyone on the planet was made to be with each other. We were made to be here together. Otherwise... It would be a, a whole planet of black people or a whole planet of white people or a whole planet of Asian people. You follow me? We were all meant to be here together. So in, in, in every capacity. So that means to me, if I want to marry a Latin lady that I just I adore more than anything in the world, I'm going to do that, but not because she's Latin, just because I love her. And that's where it needs to come from, folks. It needs to get off the novelty. You know what I'm saying? It needs to get out of the fantasy world. And it needs to go straight to realism. It needs to go straight to this person sees me beyond or they see the inside of me. They see who who I am inside, which we're all the same inside. 
at the end of the day. We're all the same inside. If you peel the skin off, we're all like, we're, we're just the same. We're the same. We're the fucking same. So in your relationship, you got two options. If you have a partner that you feel or you subs- or you suspect that they may have racial tendencies. If you feel that, you got two options. The first option is to sit down, like I said, and have the tough conversation. You got to have the tough conversation. You got to ask them, ask them directly. Do you have a problem with other races? No, it's really ginger. It's really, you know, and if you need some, if you need a, a, a way to get into it, hit me in the DMs and I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll figure out how to tell y'all. You know, I'll work with you, try to tell you how, how to tell you because I, I don't give a fuck. I'll ask anybody. I'll just ask you. You know what I'm saying? But I know some people may have a little bit of anxiety trying to confront somebody, especially if they're in a relationship that where they're, they don't want to upset the apple cart, but you need to know. You need to know because you don't want to be caught out there like that. And I definitely don't want to be out there with somebody's friends looking at me all wild because, you know, I, I just, I don't do that shit either. So the other option you have is to pack up your shit and leave. I have a lesson for dating. I have actually there's I have a, a list of lessons for dating and one of those lessons is this. If your partner calls you a racial slur during an argument, they never loved you from the beginning and you should probably make arrangements to leave. I used to think like that. But people, you can talk to people. Some of them will get it. A lot of them won't. But some of them will get it. And if we go forward from here and you don't, then that's up to you. But I'm going to let you know. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you every time. I'm going to take one more break. I got cotton mouth and the munchies like a motherfucker. So I'm going to go get a glass of water and stuff my face with some of this uh, chocolate. And I'll be right back, folks. I'll be right. And I'm going to go to the bathroom. This is Darren Harris podcast. I'll be right back. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wake up at Holiday Inn Express to a can't-miss breakfast that's free with every stay. Count on all the hot, fresh coffee you need and an incredible breakfast buffet that has something for everyone, like eggs, cinnamon rolls, and even hot, fresh pancakes with all the toppings you crave. Next time, do yourself a favor and stay at a Holiday Inn Express with a can't-miss breakfast that's free with every stay. So, when you wake up at Holiday Inn Express, you'll wake up happy, a part of IHG Hotels and Resorts. Hey folks, what's up? Welcome back to the program. Today I'm talking about 
Can you be a racist in a biracial relationship? So, I covered a few things before, but I'm going to cover one more thing before I get out of here. And that is this. This is another question that I have. Are you a racist if you don't date outside of your race? What do you think? Are you a racist if you don't date outside of your race? Or if you've, I won't say, well, if you, if you consider not dating outside, if you're, you're just, you can't date outside of your race, something inside of you says that you, are you a racist if that, excuse me, if that is the case? And I, I am sorry, but I have to say that, 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 is if there's some that that it, there there is some sort of hesitation some sort of racial hesitation then that could mean that you do have racist tendencies and that's just my, I mean that's my opinion it, I could be completely wrong but but that's my opinion if you don't date outside your race or you don't consider it I've actually had a friend tell me he didn't, you know, I I I I'd never date a black girl. Okay. <laughs> and then I just had a friend that tell me that told me he actually started seeing a black girl. And I hey, man, yeah. Yeah. Because everyone everyone is for everybody, man. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. Everybody is for everybody. And you love who you love. And it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. But, yeah, I think you can absolutely, uh, that you absolutely have, you have racist tendencies if you don't date outside your race. Like, you, I will not date outside my race. And I had to put that down. I put that down. I, I put that down. And I started defending because, like I said, I've had people come to, oh, you, yeah, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I have, and, I, and I defend that. I defend myself because I have nothing to be ashamed of for one. I've got nothing to be ashamed of. I picked this person. I don't have anything to be ashamed of. So wherever I go, this person's going to go with me. And if you got something to fucking say about it, then come on and say it. So at the end of the day, folks, it's like this. If your person has those tendencies, if you care, then you owe it to yourself and you owe it to that person to sit down and have these tough conversations. If you, if you care, if it matters to you, because I know some people, it just, it, it, it don't, it really doesn't matter. It's just bullshit anyway. But if it matters to you, you know, I'm, I'm a big advocate for education. Let's sit down and let's talk about some things. Let's sit down and let's soothe those, those sore spots. And that's it. That's what you have to do. And the more you do that, the more that people open up, the more that people see, the more that people understand that all people, all cultures are beautiful. Well, I got a letter in my DM. I was checking my DMs and I got a letter. And this is from Tisha. 
and I'm not going to say where she's at. But she's having some problems. I'm writing you because I'm in a biracial relationship and I suspect that my man may have racist tendencies. This is a very sensitive subject and I'm not sure how to navigate it. I love him, but I'm also concerned about the impact of their views on a, uh, of, of their views on our relationship and me as a person of color. I'm assuming that her, her, her boyfriend is white. But here are some of the signs that made me suspect that he might be a racist. Okay, so the first one, he has made derogatory jokes about some of my friends who happen to be black ladies. When I try to talk to him about it, when I try to talk to him about it, he ignores me and wants to have sex and I can't make out the, the what she's trying to say there. That's kind of running together. Um, but to conclude, I'm not sure how to approach this situation. I want to have an open and honest, honest conversation with him, but I'm also afraid of how he react, how he will react. I'm also concerned about what to uh, what his views at, on our relationship really are. Can you please give me some advice? Uh, probably not. <laughs> my advice. Well, like I said, my advice, I just said it. You got a couple of things you could do. You can, you could, you could bounce. You could bounce Tish. Really? You could, you could bounce out and find somebody that, that doesn't have those hangups that, that, that doesn't have those hangups, but depending, I mean, if you love this dude, if, if you love him, then like I said, you owe it to yourself. I mean, if for, for no other reason than to give yourself some closure about it. So you owe him and yourself, you know, the, 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 the opportunity to sit down and talk about it. Let's sit down and mill it over. Let's talk about it. And if he wants to continue brushing over it and not wanting, then you know where you stand. You know what it is. He's not trying to change. And like I said before, then you might need to try to start making some arrangements. And I, and I hate to say it like that, but that's 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 really what it's going to have to be. So I thought that was cool, kind of a listener, like a little you know, listener letter. I don't get those at all. This is, that was my first one. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'm, uh, yeah, girl bounce. I would, I would, especially if, I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't know how long you've been with him, but I would, I would bounce, man. I would, if I would, I would try that first. But like you said, every time you try to talk to him, He's always cold anyway, and then he just want to push up on you. Da 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 da. He he just sees you as, you know, as as an object. That's really what he sees you as. So, in that, do you really want to be seen as just just an object? You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm banging this black chick. Yeah, I mean, do you really want to be you really want to be seen like that? No, right? No. So. You got some tough, tough, tough decisions to make, Tish. So I wish you the best of luck. 
and get back at me. You know, get back at me and let me know how it went. I'd love to know, you know, if 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 homie came through. If he came through. If he didn't, you know, then then you know, like I said, you know, we, we you know where we at. But you know, if he sat down and broke himself down, then that means he cares about you also, and that's a good thing. So. All right, well, I guess that's going to do it for this episode of the Darren Harris Podcast. Thanks for joining me. Thanks. I hope you stayed tuned in or you joined me back because, really, I think it's a pretty serious subject because it, it, it it's happening. It happened to me. I mean, it's happened to me a couple of times. So, you know, make that assessment, folks. You know, make sure you know who you're with, for real, ins and outs, everybody. Make sure, because it's important. So, listen, I want to thank my parents, and I want to thank my wife <laughs> for being great people, man, for, for, for giving me strength and giving me encouragement and giving me life. I want to thank my best friend and producer, Jesse Yandel, for making this happen for me. I want to thank Gentry Thomas for giving me the platform to spill all my guts to y'all on. And I, of course, last but not le- but not least, I want to thank you all for listening to the Darren Harris Podcast every single week in and week out for those of you who are joining me. I also want to thank the ones who joined me and no longer are here. And I want to thank the ones who are not here yet and are coming and they're on their way in the masses. So until next time, folks, I think that's going to do it for me. I'm going to go in here and uh, do some bong rips, I think. I think it's bong rip time. Yeah. I'm going to eat a piece of cake and do some bong rips. So I'm Darren Harris. I'll see you guys next week. Peace. You've been listening to the Darren Harris podcast. Subscribe to the show. Give a good rating. And everything you need to know is at DarrenHarris.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.